Hi, this is another special episode of the Sunnyside Podcast Show. Uh, this time it's just me, Ron, on my own. And uh, after last episode where um, PJ interviewed Will Sliney, I'm going to interview Declan Shelby. So, Declan, how's it going? Not too bad. I, am, I was wondering, like, is this really special or, you, you know, are they, are they all special? Well, any episode you're on is special, Declan. I mean, that's obvious. Correct answer. Correct answer. I like it. So, I haven't really seen you since uh, just before Christmas. What have you been up to since then? Um, no, that's not true. Uh, I saw you in February. I did the the signing for the James Bond. That's right. We had dinner in the at, yeah, a very <laughs> memorable dinner. It seems I completely forgot that, but that that dinner was actually the impetus to get the the podcast started again. So there you go. I remember you you were all regaling. Uh, our PJ was regaling stories of the podcast. How hilarious it was, and uh, oh, how we laughed. Yeah, I think I think we were kind of so satisfied with our memories of that that. Uh, it kind of cajoled us into... It doesn't matter where, who was there, where that, what Tech was doing. Yeah, none of that matters. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so since since February then, what have you been working on? Uh, I think I was working on a secret project that I, I stopped working on um, in order to do this um, two-in-one annual for Marvel Comics. Um, I was asked by Tom Brevoort if um, I could do... It's basically a 30-page one-shot starring Doctor Doom... And the uh, the thing, so that's just fun to draw, basically. Um, but uh, and I'd never really drawn anything in the Fantastic Four universe before. And um, was that the the draw in for you? Was it just getting to draw these characters? Yeah, actually, I've never I've never really been a Fantastic Four fan, really. You know, like not I, I like them, but I, I never loved them or anything. But um, uh, it, it's weird how you can be like at a company like Marvel for years and years and years, and yet there's these like big black holes in like your your resume of, of who you have and who you haven't drawn you know but i suppose they've, they've got all those sort of separate little worlds all siloed off from each other really i mean i know, I know it's a shared universe but really fantastic four is its own little universe so which is fine because again it's not like i was dying to uh to draw all the characters but uh, i thought it'd be fun but it turned out to be way more fun than i realized i'm actually really 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 like uh drawing the thing i kind of wish he was in the, this issue way more and that's a one shot, is it? Uh, yeah, it's like a thirty-page annual, um, which is out in June. Who's writing that? Uh, Chip Starsky. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's writing the main series, so he's 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 written the uh, one shot too. It's a really good script too, I have to say. And it's kind of just nice doing something done in one, just a one-off thing, you know. So yeah, just doing this for a bit of fun, basically. And then I'm going to go back to the secret project, uh, finish that, and uh, then go back to injection as a plan uh, near the end of the year. Well, suppose there, there's a bit of injection news then on the on the table. What have you heard? Well, I've heard, I've heard uh, rumors of a of a TV option. Oh, are you always watching? Are you always keeping tr- track of the trades? Aren't you? That's me. Finger on the pulse. There you go. You're like, oh, you know, this person's seen that person, and this is the new hot restaurant in LA, and you're always at that run. <laughs> well, this is me. You know, it carried off pretty close to LA. So I don't know how much you can say about it, really. I mean, I know it's it's kind of it's only really in its in, in its inception at the minute, but uh... yeah, yeah. There's not much to say, really, to be honest. Um, Effectively, um, uh, Warren wrote a treatment for um, an Injection TV series, and his agent, or our agent, um, basically shopped it around, and um, uh, it was kind of uh, down to a couple, like, well, there was a few, there was a few company, a few production companies interested, and I think Warren, it, it wasn't really me. I, I basically said, look, whatever, Warren, you think Warren, because like, he's actually had stuff made and I have not. I had Global Frequency made. Um, I don't think it was made, was it? Yeah, there was definitely a Global Frequency uh, TV show. I mean, I, I think there was maybe a pilot just. Oh, yeah, I think that might have been it. No, um, Red was made into a film. Of course it was, yeah. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, Castlevania. 
on Netflix that's um that he 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 writes that. Okay. So you know he actually has like contacts and whatnot, and people you know know his writing and all that. Uh, I don't think anybody in Hollywood knew who the hell Declan Shalvey was, but um, but uh, but Warren kept like the bit, Warren was great. He kept he kept um myself and Jordy like totally in the know the whole way. But um, yeah, it immediately came down to um UCP, and it was a pretty cool cool deal, and um. So I think now we play the waiting game. Really, I think they come; they'll come back to us with like um, a package of some kind. And yeah, I mean, the, the deal only really went through like a week before the announcement, so it's it's very, very, very fresh. Okay. I mean, as it as it kind of goes back and forth. I mean, how do you think you'll work it? Well, I mean, will will Warren kind of get the the say, or will it, we just have to all discuss really what where it goes from there? Or? Um, well, I mean, Warren, like as as Warren being the, an executive producer on it, would be more involved in the writing. Yeah. Um, myself, executive producer, because like, again, Jordy and I and Warren would be executive producers on the project, but we wouldn't be as necessary as like they're not going to ask us what you know what's going on with the injection. You know, um, I think Warren would be more involved there just from, the, from a story point of view. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but it's not like they're going to make a show and we won't know anything about it. Like, um, we'll be. I'll, I'll, well, just basically check in every now and then and see what's what's happening with it. Basically, do you think that's one of the sort of the benefits of being the writer on the project is that Hollywood tends to treat you as the as the originator rather than? I mean, there's benefits to it too. Like, I mean, I'm sure from having written Savage Town, um, I probably spent as much time on the book as Phil did, um, between like um, administration stuff and contracts and arranging things so i mean it's it's plenty of legwork but the, the difference is phil actually spent time drawing a comic book i spent a lot of time just doing writing fucking emails <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so um, i think there's plus sides and um and the, there's pluses and minuses uh injection will just mean more work for warren and um uh, more money for me. And it's like, you know. Well, I mean, on Savage Town, I mean, I, I've been saying to you for ages that I think Savage Town is just, it's a TV series. It's a, it's a mini series in waiting. I mean, that's that's the next thing now is um, I the, we have the same agent uh, shopping Savage Town around at the moment. Okay. So, who knows? You never know. It's, I have to say, it's pretty, like, having your own ideas is pretty sweet. I mean, there's no guarantee anything will happen. And, and, the reason I was grunting there earlier was because I was trying to explain how um, I'm trying to have a healthy cynicism about it. Yeah. Uh, if you know what I mean. Like like optimistic, not pessimistic, but optimistic, but cynical. So that I'm not look, thinking, I'm not putting it down, and I'm not getting um, too worked up about it either. Like, you know, I'll just concentrate on doing what I do and um, uh, let the people who know how to make stuff make stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. In terms of you know being in the in the driving seat writing, I mean, have you have you got any more writing projects of of things that you own sort of coming up? Not nothing approved. Um, I have a couple of things that um, I want to pitch, and one thing's very nearly ready to pitch, and one thing uh, isn't. But um, I'm basically trying to spend the these coming months working on on work for hire stuff, drawing wise. You know, something I can kind of not switch off, but um, I can do just work away on my drawing and then on the side just kind of be working on because i think what happened with um savage town it was it, it is i was working on it and a lot of things at the same time yeah so um what i'd like to do is maybe while i'm working on something that's less um like the, the work for hire stuff is less creatively taxing as as uh as the um as the creator on stuff so 
if I can kind of like get the creator on stuff up and running while I'm working on the doing the work for higher stuff. By the time I'm back on injection, you know, hopefully a lot of the a lot of the hard mental work will be done. Uh, is this kind of my rough plan? But that's if that stuff is approved. But um, yeah, I definitely have a couple of things I'm I'd like I want to pitch. But um, uh, I guess I'll find out if one if one of them will be will be approved pretty soon. But um, I'm optimistic. Like uh, Savage Town, Savage Town did well. Um, uh, I I kind of want to try and do like a secondary um pr push i think because it's weird like you're so used to kind of pushing a book as it comes out and i just did so much to push savage how when it came out i pushed i pushed i pushed and we had like an exhibition in limerick and it went brilliantly and like so much went um went really really well but um at the same time it's a graphic novel so there's nothing stopping us from push still pushing it it's just I was exhausted after a while, like after the uh, after the tour and the exhibition and whatnot. But um, I'm thinking if trying to see if there's a way I can do some things that might like give give it another kind of like secondary push for people who just might not know about it, you know? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, it'll have a life long beyond the week that it came out. Exactly, yeah, but you don't launch it. Like, I'm not going to launch it and say Belfast, yeah, you know, because I did a signing there already. I'm not going to. It's different. I think I'm going to try. I think me and Phil are talking about maybe trying to have a couple of more exhibitions around the country. Which would be a nice way of giving the the book presence around the place, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would love to come down to the Limerick one, but obviously Limerick's a, a long way away from Belfast. Yeah, it is. Like, you know, uh, no, yeah, we're thinking, I mean, uh, I mean, because we, I mean, all the pieces we got framed and they're really, really nice. So, um, and uh, a couple of, us, of them have sold, but um, I think if there's a way we could kind of do some smaller events around the country and get more people aware of it. Um, I guess really the thing would be, if you know, getting... Like I had, uh, I talked to Bob Byrne about doing um, a video game at one stage. Really? Okay. Yeah, he he mentioned it before, but I, w- I was just doing so much stuff for the book at the time. You know, making the book was more important than a, you know, a, 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 an ad. But I actually, I actually emailed him today to see if he still was interested in it. Effectively, it would be um, would be in the format of uh, I don't know if you've seen he does these kind of foreign language uh, apps where you know you go in and there's like a cartoon characters and they're saying different languages and you have to figure out what they're saying and they have to kind of learn a language. So he was thinking if we did something like that for Savage Town where going into the pub like and you know it's like oh, can I get packetados and you're like what does he mean? <laughs> so you know what I mean something like that. So um, but he needed more of work at the time and Phil was busy drawing the book. So now now that it's done, I think I might try and. Uh, that together um i also a friend of mine was talking about getting like bespoke jackets made like tracksuit jackets for you and phil to wear uh well, well not for phil to wear but like i'm not really like i'm not really sure who would wear them you know because they, they'd be disgusting colors but um yeah i, I just can't imagine phil in a tracksuit yeah but it would be pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> um little things like that like uh, i mean the advantage of doing creator and stuff is really there's nothing stopping you from pushing the book in whatever way you can and doing the thing like the exhibition and stuff like that was really rewarding because you know we could do that but at the same time you just hit you, you kind of hit a wall at some stage and you're like oh, what else can i do because it was always it was always a kind of a it was always a weird sell you know what i mean you're selling you i was trying to sell something that works in every medium or is successful in every medium other than comics effectively and trying to push it that way but uh you know i'm only i'm only one man ron well, I mean, you went. I mean, the next thing that you wrote after that was that Deadpool versus Old Man Logan. Well, at the same time, I was kind of doing the Fury thing. Yeah, while I was starting Savage Town, I was finishing Fury, I think. And then, yeah, um, Deadpool versus Old Man Logan would have been after, yeah. And uh, yeah, sorry, I just answered your question there. <laughs> and does that scratch a different itch? Oh yeah, big time. Like getting to play with toys, um, like I, you know, 
straight away I had a voice for Logan, you know, Old Man Logan. Straight away, I had a, well, actually, Deadpool was a little bit harder, but, um, you know, you don't have to establish those voices. You don't have to introduce those characters. You don't have to introduce the world. Those things are already there. So it's just a case of how, what are you going to do with these toys to try to tell, like, a, a good story, um, which is just fun. Really. Well, it's just, it's a challenge, but it's but it's, it was so much fun. Is there ever a point where you're like, regretting writing a certain thing knowing that an artist has to draw it uh no because i generally like i kind of learned a lesson um when i was working on thunderbolts with um parker there's you know there were scenes with like 16 characters or there were scenes where the, the thunderbolts were were fighting like you know armies of ninjas or armies of uh zombies or whatever but jeff would always make sure that it's like the background was like a, a cave or a desert you know no like he, he was smart enough to know that like this is going to be very hard to draw so cut Declan some slack in some places and make it easier for him and others and um i really like i i noticed that as i was working on it i'm like this is really helpful you know mental note do that for somebody else sometime so um so there's scenes in Deadpool versus old man logan where like i something big and epic happens but then there's plenty of like talking heads that'll kind of like move the pace along so that you know mike can just like cartoon little face and then uh and then move on to the next thing. Um, it's, it's the same thing with Savage Town, really. Like, um, Phil has to draw a lot of cars, which uh, I felt bad about because I really don't want to draw cars. But at the same time, I'd kind of lean in and give him a lot of like dark, shadowy places so he could just use a silhouette here and there, you know? Do you see yourself doing a follow-up to Deadpool and Logan? Or? Um, that's not really up to me, um, but uh, I would like to because um, I know Lo- <clears throat> I know Logan's coming back and, you know, the, they're advertising like the return of Wolverine and stuff. So I wouldn't mind like doing a... Deadpool versus Wolverine, Joe, you know, kind of like a follow, you know, a follow up to Old Man Logan in 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 uh, in theme, basically, you know, um, that would be pretty cool. But realistically, whenever they do those versus books, it just goes to a different creator, you know. Deadpool versus Gambit, there's a Deadpool versus Hawkeye. They generally, it just goes to a different team. It's not something that they really carry through. But um, I'd love to work with Mike again. I'd I'd love if me and Mike could get together and do like another type of book like that. Maybe even bring back Maddie and whatnot, but um, uh, I don't know. It's hard to say, man. Uh, you know, unless the, you know, there has to be demand for these things. Otherwise, there's no reason to for them for Marvel to even consider it. Uh, I suppose the other artist that you had the opportunity to write for recently is uh, our very own PJ Holden. Oh yeah, him. That went well. It did go well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd, I, you know, I didn't know what to expect to be honest because obviously, whenever, whenever you told me the pitch of the book, which is M in Belfast, I was. I was taken aback. Well, I think you were. I was. I was with you and PJ when we were kind of like going over a lot of the, um, a lot of the kind of Belfast stories and like I remember we we sat down and we we're just just talking about Belfast and characters and Belfast and whatnot. And I was just trying to I was just trying to get as much Belfast stuff in my head before I kind of sat down and wrote the bulk of the story, you know. But that, that was a tremendous help. That was great. I mean, you know, I probably used five percent of all the stuff that you guys said, but um, at the same time. I felt I felt way more informed after having sat down and talked to you guys because uh, I may be Irish, but it's not, you know Belfast is not the same as uh, it's, a, it's a different world. Yeah, it is. It is a totally different world. One I feel like I have a, a good affinity for to a degree, but at the same time, you know, I don't really know. I wasn't really there. Well, I mean, that's I mean, Ireland in general doesn't get to be in comics very often, but Belfast has got a really tiny history of being comics. Yeah, true enough. Like I, I think the only time Claire is in the comic is when I did Thunderbolts. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, Jeff wrote that in for me. But um, actually, no, there's an issue of um, Ultimate Wolverine versus Hulk uh, that Damon Lindenov wrote. And uh, there's a scene in a, in a farm 
in uh, County Clare. I remember going, oh my god, it's County Clare. Yeah, I think I read the first issue of that, and then I think the second issue took like two years to come out afterwards. I never managed to get the rest of that story. No, I'm actually not sure if I finished it either. Yeah, it took a long time. But um, yeah, I worked with PJ on M, and um, I, was, I was delighted with it. Like uh, We did the signing up at uh, the comic book guy's place, and there was lots of guys who were just like delighted to see all the different like landmarks and stuff, which I wouldn't have known. I mean, I suggested a couple of things, but again, that was the benefit of working with a local artist, is, they could, is he could do more of that stuff. Uh, and Shapita just seemed to be delighted to draw his neighbourhood in there and stuff. Yeah, I know. I know he had a ball doing it. You know, he he, he really seemed to enjoy getting to draw you know the places that he grew up around. If I'm asked to write something like, it's very important who's drawing it. Um, and I remember like, oh, who would I want to draw this? And it wasn't until I really knew. I mean, I knew what kind of story I wanted to do, but I, I, I you know, I couldn't have really nailed it down unless I knew who's drawing it. And um, yeah, Peter was the first name I thought of, and um, I was so glad he was up first because uh, he's a busy guy, and um, I'm. I, I was a little nervous that, like, you know, he met me when I was a kid wanting to draw comics, and I'm not sure if he would have appreciated a little tickish tech shall we coming in going, hey, do you want to write uh, something I wrote? But um, I at the same time, a gig is a gig, right? <laughs> and I'm sure it was a nice break from tanks for him. Yeah, that's true. No, he seemed to enjoy it. I was, I was glad, like, and it was nice. Like, I have such respect for PJ's work. For me, I, I was kind of hoping it would be, like, yeah, like, another portfolio piece for what PJ can really, really do. I am... Um, and I think it was. I think he just like because because he he doesn't really he's never really as restrained. I think his uh, his instincts are to kind of go big in two thousand eighty ish. But um, what I really liked about the the end book is 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 it's uh, it is a moody spy book in the ways I was hoping. And uh, I knew PJ could do it, but for some but but for some reason he doesn't have a lot of examples of it. You know. Yeah. So it was really cool to see him do it. And from a personal point of view, it was exciting to see myself uh, dead on page. Well, I, I, not not specifically dead, but at least at least an obituary. Yeah, spoilers. But um, there's a character based on Ron in in the uh, in the issue who who apparently doesn't make it through. But you know, you never know. Oh yeah, you don't see me actually die. I can come back in the sequel. Exactly. <laughs> M two. That's just the road north out of Belfast. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's, that's all roads lead to Ron. <laughs> and you're just back from uh, Cork then? Um, yeah, um, I uh, was I go back on Sunday. Um, popped down to Cork for um, Cork Comic Expo, or it's more affectionately known as Wilcon. Oh, Wilcon, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, Ben, the the Corkonians really get behind their boy. I'll say that much, man. Slimy effects. Yeah, slimy effects will work too. Um, I mean, the, the queue for Will was just bonkers. He'd swear it was like Leonardo DiCaprio or something. And I was like, really? Him? But uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it was, it was great to see. It was, it was, it was interesting because like, it was in a shopping centre, so you just have all these people coming up going, you know, what, are these comics, are they? Or did you draw that? And, you know, half the time you're kind of explaining what comics are, but at the same time, that's great because you want, you want more people taking an interest, you know, not just the... The usual comics fan. Yeah, it's it's amazing that sort of distinction people have. They don't seem to connect the dots that real people actually have to draw these things. They all assume it's just done in the states, which to a degree it, it definitely is, you know. But um, at the same time, I remember when I was starting out, I would kind of uh, see that Garth and John were doing it. Yeah, uh, Garth Ennis and John McRae, and I'd be like, oh, well, if those guys can do it, maybe I can. And you cut to years later where I'm doing it and Will and Will's doing it and. Mooney's doing it and Nick Roach is doing it and, and you have this whole other generation now behind us, say or like not not hugely different age-wise, but like a bit younger but like say Stephen Byrne and Nate Stockman and they would have been guys who, who see us doing it and think, oh well, well if those ages can do it <laughs> you know, um, and it's weird, it just seems to have kind of like emboldened people more and more I mean, I'm not to take, to take credit for it 
I would start with them. It would all start with uh, John and uh, Garth, but um, I think it's definitely an Irish thing where you just wouldn't assume you can do it, but if you see somebody else doing it, then you realise it's actually possible. Yeah, I suppose the great thing is that those two guys are still both doing it. You know, they haven't disappeared off the scene. I'm loving um, the Dead Rabbit stuff of John's I've seen. Um, I, I think John's like top of his game right now. Yeah, funny, PJ was saying exactly that the other day. He thinks it's the slickest work that John's done. I think so, yeah. Well, even even more recently, I've really been really been liking John's stuff, but I, I think um, the Dead Rabbit stuff, uh, I, I don't know, like, you just see a lot of creators when they get older, their stuff just goes, go, <laughs> but um, not John. John's like... I think he kind of like maybe disappeared or something. I don't know what he was doing, but then all of a sudden there about two or three years ago, he just came back on the scene and his work was just so tight. Like it was, um, it's great to see. Gives you hope, you know, for when you're older. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll probably have to get PJ to get John on the show some stage just to have a chat with him. And obviously, there's a the new generation coming up with uh, Owen. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, Owen Marin is um, for those who don't know, is uh, an apprentice of mine for uh, um, he here in Dublin. But has uh, recently just been doing his own, getting his own gigs and making a name for himself, which is great to see. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's any work that he's posted on Twitter has been stellar. He's just fantastic. Yeah, no, I think I think Owen has everything he he needs to go far big time. Like I I I don't wanna uh, lay too much praise on him, but um, uh, just his attitude, talent, his, his 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 the stuff he wants to do. He clearly just wants to do good comics, you know. Um, and uh, you know, if he gets the right gigs, he can do that. I was looking at your Wikipedia earlier on, and uh, it hasn't been updated in a really long time, Declan. So it was, somebody, somebody needs to get on that. Yeah, please. Could somebody update my second Wikipedia? Because the most notable thing you've done, apparently, is Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts, yes, which was two thousand and ten, if I recall. And it's terribly bad form to edit it yourself. Yeah, I, I can't do it in, in in good conscience. Like, so yeah, I mean, they have you up to Moon Knight, and uh... oh, they have Moon Knight up there, do they? At, at the at the end of the um, bibliography, yeah, Moon Knight is the most recent thing they have on there. Okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just stopped looking for a while. There, someone had had put put me down for being. Um, uh, they quoted me or something to say that Mooney was my um, my my inspiration. I was like, whoever did that, just take that down because probably Mooney, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I wouldn't put it past him. I just thought, would he be able to? Do, yeah, he probably would. He would be able to do it. Yeah, I don't like to assign too much like too much uh, ability to Mooney. You know. <laughs> Well, on that note, I think I'm going to let you get back to the drawing board, and uh, I just want to thank you for coming on and having a chat to me. Oh, no worries, man. Thanks for, thanks, thanks for the chat, as always. And hopefully we'll see you soon up in Belfast, or down in Dublin, one or the other. Yeah, fingers crossed. See you, Nick. See you, man. Dirt dog.